gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back on the air. And now your hosts, Max McGuire and Joe Altman. Welcome back to hour two of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Touched on a lot of different things in the first hour. Talked about Fauci wanting you to have forever masks. Armed BLMers. And now... I want to make sure hey, we cover a little bit of this. It's just going to take Go one shot. It's going to take one shot. BLM is going to do one thing. They're going to they're going to go after someone, and then they're going to get annihilated by citizens. I'm just yeah. I thought that happening. that I thought that new shot had already happened because if you remember, there was a case in Austin where a guy walked up to a car, acting like he had the right of way, and pointed a rifle at the car, and the guy in the car shot him dead. Right. So there was a le- an armed leftist at one of these protests trying to like muscle in and seize the right of way away from an armed driver and the driver shot him dead. So I thought that maybe they had realized that we should do this. But no, apparently they're going to they're going to keep faking it until they make it and hope that I guess they have more bullets so they have better aim. I don't know. I don't know at all. Um, but we do. Biden doesn't want to let it get to that point. Now, Biden's not going to go after their guns. No, not no way, shape, or form. He wants to go after all of our guns. So he has a new gun control regulation that will now go into effect in 89 days, 87 days. I don't know if it's calendar days or business days. It was was introduced on Friday, and we're going to do a a deep dive into that. But before we do, if you hate the gun control, if you hate – look at it this way. Let's say you live in Plano, Texas, and you see what that police officer did – and you, and you hate the fact that your Republican mayor didn't stand up, well, then you have an obligation to run, whether it be for city council or mayor. And maybe you sit here and you say, I don't know how to run for office. I don't know where to start. Well, that's why we you. partnered up with how to run for office as a Christian conservative. Friends of the show, they were on last week, really nice guys, and they've put together the only course of its kind that presents the information of how to run for office from a biblical worldview. They, they're the real deal, folks. So make sure you check this out at www.runforoffice.training forward slash CD. Link is in the description. And make sure you use promo code, discount code CD10, Charlie Delta 10. You'll get an additional 10% off the already discounted price. It's really important. If you hate the trajectory of the country, talk is cheap. You got to take action. And even if you don't want to put your neck on the line, you want to help other people who run for office. This, this is the course to teach you how to do it. So in service to our great country, we need to all make sure that we glorify God through government for such a time as this. So for all the info, go to www.runforoffice.training forward slash CD and remember to use promo code CD10 for that extra 10% off. Okay, so I want to make sure we get we, we talk about this and we, we talk about, we don't need a whole hour on this, but it's important enough that everyone needs to understand it because it is a, It's a relatively small change to federal firearms regulations, but the smallest changes often are the most significant. So before we dive into it, I want to play it that clip to show you what Joe Biden told the ATF and the DOJ to do. So, Mr. Producer, let's go ahead and play cut number four. Much more need be done, but the first, first, want to rein in the proliferation of so-called ghost guns. These are guns that are homemade, built from a kit, and include directions on how to finish the firearm. You can go buy the kit. They have no serial numbers. So when they show up at a crime scene, they can't be traced. 
and the buyers aren't required to pass a background check to buy the kit to make the gun. Consequently, anyone, anyone from a criminal to a terrorist can buy this kit in as little as 30 minutes put together a weapon. You know, I want to see these kits treated as firearms under the Gun Control Act, which is going to require that the seller and manufacturers make the key parts with serial numbers and run background checks on the buyers when they walk in to buy that package. So I, I was trying in that in that break <laughs> to see where mine is because mine's somewhere in my office. It's a, it's a firearm kit. And what he's basically talking about is complaining that people have found a way to buy all of the parts to, to, for a gun and to build it themselves without ever buying a gun. In other words, they've just built their own guns. So he says 30 minutes. I don't believe that. Joe Biden, I've seen his shaky hand. There's no way he, he could build it. And 30 minutes is a little tough. But if someone could build a gun in 30 minutes, then they don't need the kit. They could probably do it without the kit just from pieces of metal that they have lying around. But the DOJ heard Joe Biden's call and now are, have introduced this. Let's go to my screen. This is rule 2021 R05. Can we go to my screen, Josh? R05, rule 2021 R05. I'm going to zoom in. And the important part here is that they're redefining what constitutes a firearm. In particular, they're redefining what it means for a firearm part to be readily converted. So the, the, the definition of a firearm has been set in stone since the Gun Control Act was passed in 1968. They want to change so everything. Over 50, yeah, yeah. Over 50 years, it's been on the books of what constitutes a firearm, what is a gun, and what isn't a gun. Entire generations of Americans have come of age understanding this is a gun, this isn't a gun. Now they want to change that. Why? Because they want to make it a lot easier to go after you for possessing what they call a gun, but what you also reasonably say isn't a gun. So the change here refers to 80% lowers with as part of a kit. So basically you can go online, you can buy what's called an 80% lower. And what that means is if the gun, the actual receiver or frame of the firearm is only built 80% of the way, and you have to do the last 20% of the work to make it a functional gun, the ATF says it isn't technically a firearm. They say readily converted, right? In order for something to be readily converted, it has to be closer to completion than that. It has to be 80, 81% or more, right? Well, what Biden's saying is that if you have an 80% lower, you put in a box, and then you put every single other part you would need to assemble the gun, and you put it in that box, even though not a single part of in that is a gun, right? And even though... You could put all the parts together, and in the way it sits, it could not hurt anyone, unless you, I guess, right. threw it at someone. What the ATF and DOJ are saying is that if you take all those parts, you take the unfinished receiver, you put that in a box, that is now a firearm. That is now a firearm. Even though it is incapable of firing a shot without significant machining and work done to it. And listen, he makes it sound really easy. You you slip up, and, and you drill a hole a little bit too much, too big, big or bigger than it should be and it's toast you've just wasted the whole gun right this is a big deal because it shows you what the left wants to do 
they want universal background checks. They want to ban guns. They want confiscations. And they know that's not possible if Americans are allowed to still build their own guns. So they want you to ask the government for permission before you're allowed to build a gun. And make no mistake, this is going to go to other parts too. They're, they're forcing everyone to put serial numbers on gun parts now. The next step is they're going to force you to undergo a background check when you want to buy a barrel, replace the barrel on your pistol, replace the barrel on your, on your rifle. They're going to force you to go th- eventually you know go through a background check for every part. Though? The criminals, like yeah, those BLMers. Those now, here, here's the, the question that never came up, and I don't know why people don't ask these simple questions. That is, how many ghost guns have been used in the commission of a crime? Well, here's the interesting part. They are fudging the numbers. 100% Go to my screen. They're fudging the numbers. So they claim, this is from the DOJ's website, as the the proposed rule explains, from 2016 to 2020, more than 23,000 unserialized firearms were reported to have been recovered by law enforcement from potential crime scenes, including connection with 325 homicides or attempted homicides. An unserialized firearm does not necessarily mean that it never had a serial. An unserialized firearm just means that at the very least it had its serial number defaced. So they're basically taking the total numbers from 2016 to 2020 of every crime gun that was collected where someone filed off or scratched off or etched off the serial number, which criminals do because they don't want it to be traced. They don't want it to be traced back to whoever they stole it from or whoever bought it for them illegally. They'll file down, deface the serial number so you can't trace it. They're now basically taking that and lumping it in with 3D printed guns or guns that are made at home from a parts kit. So they're lying. Their their claim is 23,000. That's not true. 23,000 homemade guns were not used in crimes. 23,000 guns were recovered where the serial number did not exist. That does not mean it was an unserialized in in the terms of like a a homemade gun. It just means that whoever was using that gun filed it off. So that's the lie. They're just lying, right? They're, they're just completely lying about this. And they're hoping that people don't understand it. No, Joe, think about this. Whether or not you build a gun, don't you think it's important to have that option? If you yeah. so choose. I mean, we're supposed 100%. to build a gun. I moved away and we never did. Yeah, um, so I'm, I, I, um, I have a mill and lathe and a system that allows for me, if I wanted to, I could build the entire gun. I could take a block of of metal, aluminum, and I could turn it into a lower. Yeah. I don't even need 80%. Yeah. I don't even need the kit. I can Well, don't tell Joe Biden it. that. Don't tell Joe Biden that. Joe Biden's going to be very upset with you. <laughs> but that's the part that I don't understand. I don't understand why they're going down the path that they're going down. I just don't. I don't understand why. I don't understand why they are going after our guns. There are people, there are people all over the country, small businesses and business people all over the country that are suffering right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, you want to know why rights. they're doing it. They're attacking people's you rights. Wanna... They're not they're not attacking yeah. they're not they're not looking for ways to get people back to work. No, they're trying to find ways for people not to work so they can enslave others and say, "Hey, you're entitled to get paid to stay home." You want to know a crazy statistic that's 100% true? Every single law-abiding American who has ever lived, right? And every American who has not been a felon or prohibited from some other way of owning a gun. Every single law-abiding American who has ever lived has had the, the liberty and the right under federal law to build their own gun for personal use. Every single one. From, from before the country was even founded, American colonists right. were doing this. Every American, law-abiding American who has ever lived 
has had a right under federal law to build their own gun. And Joe Biden just wants to write it away with the stroke of a pen. Now, people saying I, I, they don't build their own gun. Okay, no one's saying you have to. But ask yourself why the government is so adamant about you not being able to. Or at the very least, how why they're so adamant about you having to ask them permission first before you can buy the kit. The reason is they are terrified of homemade guns, as they should be, as the British were. You look at the American Revolution when the British landed. One of the first things they went for, obviously the armories, and then they went after the gunsmiths because they realized if the gunsmiths were sympathetic to the colonists, they start churning out muskets, start churning out rifles for the colonists. So the British took control of the gunsmiths. Now, some still were in free areas of the colonies and they still made it. But gunsmithing for the colonial army and the colonial militias went underground. There were no roll marks. There were no like, no, <laughs> there was no serial numbers. They didn't want that trace back. No. Right. So no. the American Revolution was won in part because of homemade guns, because they couldn't just have serial numbers and roll marks so that the British could trace it. You go through history, every single generation of Americans have built their own guns. And they're taking it away because they, they see that there's power in that. They want universal background checks. Why do they want universal background checks? Because with that knowledge, they can create a registry. Why do they want a registry? Because world history has shown that every country that has ever imposed a registry on its gun-owning citizens has eventually used that registry to confiscate everyone's guns. Every time. Every single time in world history, registries have been used for confiscation. But you can't confiscate every gun if there's a whole class of firearms that aren't in the registry because they were right. homemade and they don't have a serial number. What, what, where, where in all of this does this actually benefit the American people? We, we can ask simple it questions. Doesn't. When does critical race theory benefit the American people? When does uh, Dominion, a Canadian company, coming in and running 70 million votes and being and trying to silence those that are trying to stand up for truth, how does that actually benefit the American people? How does all the 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 uh, lies and and things that are happening with mainstream media, how does that actually benefit the people? How does any of these policies benefit the American people? They, they, they talk about these things, and I go, what's the benefit? What, what be they don't even talk about benefits. They just say, oh, we're going to take this away from you. Fear, 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 fear. But what are the benefits for these programs? What are the benefits for us? What are the benefits? The only people that will have guns will be police officers. Oh, you're trying to get rid of them, so they won't have criminals. Criminals. And when they're yeah. done, by the way, I don't know if you saw this in New Zealand, but someone stabbed like eight people in New Zealand. There's a big story on Fox this morning. Yeah. So when they're done with the guns, they'll just go to knives. When they go to the knives, they'll, they'll find ways to make homemade bombs and IEDs. We or are Gammy Sparkles. Our... Gammy Sparkles with her machete. Yeah, Gammy Sparkles with her machete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's you look in Britain, and they have stories, regular stories, of people just murdering other people with machetes. That's groups, a real thing. That, groups that, of yeah. people that are murdering people. Groups of people that are going down the street and terrorizing people. And there's nothing you can do about it. You run from them. But they chase but people if, down. But if the law-abiding citizen packs a butter knife for lunch in their lunchbox and they forget about it and they get pulled over and the police officer looks in it, yep. that's an unlawful possession of a knife. So you can go to jail for uh, a contractor's knife, for a drywall knife, uh, for some states <laughs> a butter for, knife. For knives like this. Yeah. OTF. Not in Colorado. They made that legal. They made that legal a couple you years like that, ago. Huh? Yeah. Boop. Yeah. Well, you know that why they made that legal? 
there was a guy, he was, I, I forgot the whole story. There was a guy who was a contractor. He was up on a roof and he got tangled and he only had one arm and he couldn't open his knife to free himself. And he ended up getting like really, really hurt. But one of his arms got tangled up. He couldn't untangle because he couldn't open up the knife with it just one hand. So that was one of the reasons that Colorado legalized it. Yeah. Um, and do you, know, do you know why most states make them illegal? No, I don't. West Side it's Story. What? what? West Side Story. It's true. Yeah. West Side Story came out, right? You, you had the, <sighs> the dance oh. fights. Mm-hmm. One of, The weapon of choice in West Side Story was the spring-assisted OTS. knife. Yeah. Yeah, the, the spring-assisted knife. So legislators around the country saw that and said, oh, we can't have people out there doing musical numbers, getting into fights. We can't have that. So truth, this is absolute truth. These were banned in most areas of the country right after West Side Story came out because it was so terrifying. terrifying Having musical number dance fights. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, So they can make a mistake like that, and it takes years to try and claw your rights back. Funny how that works. We don't we don't have to lose any rights if we learn the power of no. I mean, it really is that simple. Everyone thinks that you can't do anything. The reality of it is, is you can do something. You can say no. You can say no. You can reach out to your uh, elected officials. In 17, was it 1769, 1771, 1771, when all of it started, when the first shot was heard, when we went into our went went to war to to get our independence. Um, they, they just said no. They finally just got to the point where they realized that look, sacrifices are going to have to be made. We we don't want to go to war. We don't want to have a, another civil war. We don't want to have another uh, a war where we have to fight to get our rights back. We just have to learn the word no. I'm going to put yeah. critical race theory in your school. No, you're not. Yeah. Educate people. Kids going to college, by the way, is down nearly forty percent. Going yeah. into this year, forty percent. Listen, listen. If Joe, if Joe Biden gets away with it and starts uh, giving everyone money for to pay back their their college loans, I mean, who do you think is going to be the most pissed? People in the trades, right? Like people who made a decision, say, "Hey, college isn't right for me. I can't afford it. It's not going to give me a good bang for my buck. I'm going to go learn another skill." They're going. They're about to be left out when Joe Biden gives everyone who has outstanding college loans twenty grand just right. to wipe them off. Yeah. Like the most pit, the people who are going to be the most pissed are the union workers the, and people in the trades, unskilled or low skilled workers, or just blue collar workers, right? But no, the Democrat Party doesn't care about that. They're, they're abandoning that that group of workers, which is why it's so annoying when you see someone like Liz Cheney say that it's Marxism to want the GOP to support blue collar workers and to make sure that we have a country where they can actually earn a living. Liz Cheney called that Marxism. She's got to go. Hopefully she's gone by this week. That's what I'm hearing. Well, they're taking her out of leadership, but she has bigger yeah. problems in Wyoming right now. They're, they're trying to make it so that she can't run for another. So they're, they're trying to find yeah. another candidate to run against her so they can take her out of the party completely. See, the, no, the, nothing against Wyoming, but when she goes out of, out of the leadership, she might as well not be in Congress because just being an at-large congresswoman from Wyoming, she's not going to get anything done. I mean, no. she should resign. The people of Wyoming deserve better because she's just going to be a seat filler. She's not going to get any legislation passed. She's not going to get any amendments added. She's just going to be wasting everyone's time. So she should resign. She won't, but she should. She absolutely 
should. So this gun control order goes into effect in 87 days, 88, 87 days, depending on how they start the clock. We ran a fax blast on this yesterday, and I just posted the fax blast in the comments section on Facebook, DLive, um, Twitch, and our website. Join this fax blast because if they get away with this, if they get away with saying that we can now call non-firearms firearms, well, we, we I just explained why they're you know so adamant about I mean, just doing not, this. Like, not... Yeah, no, you, Joe, you're bragging about being able to take a block of aluminum and turning that into a gun. They're no. going to ban 0% lower receivers. What's a 0% lower receiver? A 0% lower receiver is a just block a block of aluminum. of aluminum. That's it. Like That's all and it is. You, and they could say and, you had the intent to turn that into a receiver. Yeah. Go to my screen. Nothing this will is be a sacred. Zero, 0% lower. Just <laughs> aluminum billet. That's it. And then you eventually, I mean, what they're trying is, <laughs> they'll do that. And they'll say that that is too close to this. That's what they'll say. This is an this is an aluminum AR-15 receiver. They'll say, oh, no, you can't have the raw aluminum. You could make that. That'd be dangerous. It's coming, folks. So we got to fight back against it because it's absolutely unlawful to take a definition that's been on the books since 1968 and to turn it upside down. It is unlawful to redefine the term readily um, convertible to mean using heavy machinery or using tools to actually shape metal. It's, it's bogus. So we have to fight back, join the fax blast, because he thinks he's going to get away with this. And Joe, do you know where ghost gun came from? We can go ahead and take down my screen, Mr. Bruce. Do you know where the term ghost guns came from? Casper? No. <laughs> Close. Hey, my, hey, listen, um, I'm right. Max is wrong this time. He wants to take a wager. Well, it's, it, it comes from a state senator from California, Kevin DeLeon. And he has, he has an old viral video. I'm sure people have seen it. But I, I took a little bit of is it he, just so you can he hear related it. related to Ponce DeLeon? I, if, if, if he did, if he is, it has to only be through <laughs> rape conquest. Ooh. That's what the left would say. Well, the, the left would Democrat? say that's what the left would say. He's a I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Democrats don't want to be related to conquistador. So I guarantee he'd say no, because that's a bad look. That's a bad look. I wonder if anybody else knows who Ponce de Leon is. He'll, he'll, he'll probably say, he'll probably say no. Ponce de Leon was related to me. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, what yeah. He did. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah. He shamed okay. my family. So here's the clip of Kevin de Leon. Very old clip, but a great one. Trying to explain what a ghost gun is. Let's play cut number five. And you can create this illegal weapon. Oh, this is funny. This is a ghost gun. This right here has ability with a 30 caliber clip <laughs> to disperse with 30 bullets within half a second. 30 magazine clip in half a second. This was not manufactured with a legitimate gun manufacturer, either in the United States or in another country. This was actually made illegally in someone's garage. And this was also, my understanding, a use in a crime in the state of California. Well, possession's a crime, but sure. Have this weapon. Oh, this is fine. I kept this because this is funny too. <laughs> Which is an automatic sniper weapon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is used by our troops in the military no, in it's Afghanistan. Not. No, it's not. No, it's not. 
He's just up there. That is the textbook definition of faking it until you make it. This is a ghost gun. It has a Do you see the cop's face? Did you see the cop's clipazine? Face? Yeah. 30 caliber clip. It can shoot 30 caliber clip in half a second. No, we can't. Oh this is gosh. a mini gun. What are you talking about? Did did you see He's like in this Did one? you see the cop's face though? The cop's face was literally like I'm not allowed to show you. Yeah, you like, are. This is my life now. Yeah. <laughs> this is my life. I, I love I, I love I love where he's like and this is an automatic sniper rifle. Just so, like our troops use in Afghanistan. What? So I I think we should do some fact checking on them. 30 rounds from a clip magazine in 30 in 30 seconds. Right? You could do 30 seconds. He yeah. said half a second. Oh, did he really say half a second? He said half a second. Yeah, that's a fully automatic <laughs> weapon. And I won't do Even that, that yeah, you're not going to get. An, an M16 so won't go two, through 30 rounds no, in half a second. No, it won't. No. <laughs> this is what we're dealing with, people, the stupidity. This, this is leadership. Yeah. This is the leadership we get. We get this leadership. But that's where Ghost Gun came from. That, that, yeah. they, it, someone told him to use it because though we focus group tested this called a ghost gun it's going to get rave reviews yeah, and we, that, we just let them keep doing it yeah he did say 30 ghost caliber Woke 30 Waker. caliber clip yeah but he said 30 caliber i know he said it was a 30 caliber clip it was it was it was a 30, 30 round. caliber 30 round yeah <laughs> just make it it's all wrong i, I, it's I like just want to know what i'm going to do wrong. with my 500 30 round mags that i have Oh, don't don't say that. There's there's someone in the at the ATF with with a calculator now calculating your tax if Joe Biden gets a two hundred dollar per mag tax. Now, it all sunk in the middle of a river that doesn't have any <laughs> yeah, water in it. Yeah, it all it all <laughs> sunk in the Colorado <laughs> Ocean. I have no idea what happened to it. Where'd it go? Ah, it yeah. sunk. <laughs> it sunk, sunk. Yeah. Listen, yeah. no taxation without representation. That was a, that goes way, 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 way back. Right? We are being taxed to death. Think about it. We're being taxed today. Yeah. They're taking it more yeah. and more from us. It used to be that education was at the top of the list of things that we would spend money on. Now it's Medicare, Medicaid, giving entitlements, things like that. That is what the number one uh, expenditure we have as a country. Giving free people free stuff or giving people free stuff. Yeah. So they don't have to well, work. You, you, people you know come what they say? State, what's that? They say there's no such thing as a free lunch. There's also no such thing as a free air medical transport, which is why we're going to use this opportunity to talk about our sponsor, Air Med Care Network. Air Med Care Network is an excellent buy. If you spend a lot of time outdoors, you live in remote areas, you 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 want to get in fisticuffs with some leftists at some <laughs> middle of nowhere bar like Joe. Um, I didn't say excellent. I was going to do that. I, uh, I know. I know. Just for, for theatrical purposes. Don't interrupt the ad read. Make sure you're covered for as, for $85 a year. And as Joe mentioned, if you sign up for three or five years, it actually gets to be less per year. Yes. Yeah, but if you just want to sign up for one year, $85 for one year covers you and your entire household. So yeah, that's you and your wife. Yeah, your kid live with you. Yeah, includes them. You have elderly grandparents that live with you in your household. I don't read it, but I think that probably counts. It's your household. You're out in the middle of nowhere, your car breaks down, you have some kind of medical emergency. Who knows if the ambulance is going to get you in time, but Air Med Care Network will probably do better for you. And we were talking to someone in the comment section a couple of days ago. Her mom needed an, an air medical transport, and it was 27 grand. 
Don't ever, no one should have to worry about the cost of this. Life is most important. So with AirMed Care Network, you will not pay a penny if you fly with an AMCN tr uh, covered transport. And AMCN providers are called upon to transport more than 100 patients, 100,000 patients a year. This really is coverage that no family who spends time outdoors or lives remotely should go without. Now, as a listener to the show, if you sign up, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for with every new membership. So make sure you visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily, and then use offer code daily. And really don't delay. If you're going to be spending more time outside, this is really, it's, this is common sense stuff. Well, so there's another plan that I, I want to take a minute and talk about, and that is the Fly You Home membership. And that takes you non-emergency, bedside-to-bedside transportation to your local hospital, hospital of choice. It should you be hospitalized over 150 nautical miles from home. So there is another opportunity as well in there that you can look at. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah. So, so make sure you check out their whole website. Um, it, it, really, it, it really is common sense. It really, really is. Okay. So, Joe, you wanted to talk about Dominion. Mm -hmm. So I think I've left you enough time. I left you about half an hour talk yeah. about dominion you said 10 minutes we'll give you 30 what do you want to tell everyone about dominion well there's a new filing that was actually made on the 7th i don't know if you guys saw this but the filing by matt DePerno, new discoveries and filings today 1061 phantom ballots discovered in antrim now listen to me 1061 phantom ballots now notice he didn't say 1051 Fraudulent ballots or fake ballots, they're phantom ballots. Nearly 100% turnout between age 65 and 80. 20.3% of all ballots were sent to P.O. boxes. I mean, think yeah. about what, what, what we're saying here. They're phantom not allowed to send ballots. to P.O. boxes. Phantom ballots requires a system that creates phantom ballots. Josh, go ahead and find that, um, if you would, find that... Uh, the uh, uh, diagram that I had that outlines what happened. And one of the things that they keep saying is, Joe, it's, there's no two adjudication processes, there's only one. And so I use the wrong terminology as they try to do a signature verification on the well, envelopes themselves. layman's terms, it's still adjudication. It's still adjudication. adjudication. You're still adjudicating this. It's just, it's just checking whether something's legitimate or legal or still adjudication. Yeah. So the interesting part about this is that Dominion keeps doubling down. Dominion keeps doing these things, but you notice how they're being really silent now. So they're, they've sued people. They've tried to keep the media in check. And as more of this information comes out, the more it becomes very evident, I mean, ridiculously evident, that the fraud is, it, it, it's like peeling back an onion. We're to the, the middle of that onion. It smells really bad. It's making your eyes water. You know that it's bad. And yet Dominion is like nothing to see here. So much so that Dominion is working, and, and we'll just let's transition from Antrim County, so Michigan. Let's trans, transition down to um, uh, to Arizona, to Maricopa County. They actually had an emergency meeting, I think it was on Friday, because they were being told they had to turn over the login information, Servers. admin password, and and, and the and the, uh, the Wi-Fi routers, and. They didn't have them. Mm -hmm. Do you know who had them, Max? Dominion. And do you know who actually runs Dominion? Satan. I mean, I'm sorry. Do you, do you know who ran the election? <laughs> no, I don't know sorry. who. 
<laughs> Dominion ran the election in Maricopa County. They removed the servers. Now, this is, I'll say allegedly here, because they allegedly removed the servers from the Maricopa County every night and then brought them back. So that, that's the allegation right now. now I haven't yeah, been able to- we don't really need to say allegedly, because if, if Maricopa County Board of Supervisors or anyone in Maricopa County cannot present the admin password to any right. of this, Right. Then Maricopa County was never in full control of it, which is what federal right. election law requires, which is the election law, the the uh, the non-discrimination law, election law that Joe Biden was going after the auditors for saying that yeah. you're not com- completely in control. So, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, the, the removing off site, that's the alleged. But it is not alleged to say that Maricopa County was not in control of the election <laughs> because they don't have the admin password. Yeah. And so Kenny just said no door to door or signature in Arizona anymore. GOP caved. They actually didn't cave. This was a, hey, we're not going to concentrate on this because we've got more stuff that we actually want to work on. So we have this they diagram. Fought it. Yeah. They should have fought it. They, they, they have every right it. to do it. They, they did, but limited resources. Go ahead and put up this diagram. You guys have seen this diagram. I actually presented this diagram on January 5th at Freedom Plaza in Washington, D.C. And you'll notice it has outside voter registration system through the internet connection that connects into the adjudication system. I'm going backwards here, absentee ballots, but you'll look on the um, right above number two and you'll see where it says fake ballots, ballots and phantom ballots. And, and I had people that were fighting me on this. They were, we were having conversations They were fighting me on the fact that Joe, what do you mean by phantom ballots? And I go, look, the tabulation system can actually generate a ballot. They can generate a ballot from, from thin air. And everybody's like, oh, that's not possible. Well, if it you give possible. it a blank ballot, it can fill it in for you. Yeah. Well, no, no. You don't even need a blank ballot. You can actually create a ballot through the system. You can actually create a ballot that's not unreadable ballots. You could say that there's an unreadable ballot. You could create a phantom ballot. You can actually generate a ballot that's not even there. Okay, go ahead and take this down for a minute. All I need in order in order for this to happen, in order for me to be able to manipulate that system and do it through scripts um, that allow queries to exist that go back through the outside voter registration system and can connect to people that likely, uh, or excuse me, that haven't voted yet so they can then attach those to them and say they have voted and then go back and fill in the gaps because the system allows you to go backwards and fill in the holes. And they would say, oh, that's not possible. It is absolutely possible. And that's how it happened. Did you put it back up? Is that what you're doing? All right. Um, if you look at this picture, it is back up, right, Nat? Yes, it's back up. Okay. It's up. If you look at this picture, you'll notice that the phantom ballots, when they go in the tabulation system, that adjudication too, has the ability then to go through and make sure that intent is determined that goes to a good count through the tabulation transfer and then goes to the USB drive. So as, at, if you're mixing fake ballots with real ballots with phantom ballots and you push them through the tabulation system, there's no difference. Go ahead and take it down. There, there's no difference in a phantom ballot and a ballot and a fake ballot. But if you don't actually dig into the paper ballots themselves, you'll never know. You'll never be yeah. able to figure out what ballots are real or aren't real because they're all meshed together. They're all kind of pushed together. And so for us, we, we think, we think to ourselves, there's no way they did this. There's too many people involved. These are the arguments you hear from the left, right? From people that are just frankly are, are Democrats that don't want to believe the fraud exists. And then you start digging in like Matt DiPerno has been digging in and he finds this 1000 ballots, right? And silence, Nobody's talking about it at all. 
So those people, one of the reasons why we haven't gotten to the very end where Dominion is completely out of our system is there's no outrage. The reason why there's no outrage is because the media is silencing this information. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not made up stuff. This is not stuff where I didn't create that diagram out of thin air. I created that diagram by stacking and taking information and looking at the manuals for Dominion and gathering information from hundreds of people across the United States that gather information. Then I validated that information. Then I looked at places where um, the systems had similarities. I looked at other places where the diagram showed that those adjudicated processes were done manually. They were done using an, um, an agile system. This is not made up. Yet, let me ask you a question. We're talking about it today. Where's the mainstream media talking about this? Max, have you seen it? I haven't seen it on Fox, CNN. I haven't seen it anywhere. None of them are talking about it. Why? This is the election. This is the election of the only free place on earth that they are slowly eroding away from. And yet we're not talking about it. We're not talking about the thousand ballots that are phantom ballots. We're not talking about it. Why? Because you're not choosing to talk about it. You're not standing up and saying something. You're not sharing it wide out and saying, look, this is what's happening. You're not doing it. That's why. Because the mainstream media is not going to do it for us. And Twitter's already come out and said they're going to ban anything and everything having to do with election integrity. That's why. That's why. We're, we cannot rely on the leftist, weaponized media and technology to give us truth anymore. We can't even go live on this and talk about it. I bet you would be banned from, from YouTube immediately, Max. Oh, immediately. The second we put it up there. Yeah, this is proven... This is, this is proven fact. This isn't hyperbole. We didn't make this up. So before we went on the show, I said, listen, we're going after Eric Coomer and we're going after Dominion. We're going to sue them. We're going to go after them. We're going to flip the script on them and say, listen, here's all the, here's all the information. We already know that the media is not going to cover it. We already know. We already know that it's going to be Dan Bongino that covers it. It's going to be Joe Rogan that covers it, maybe, if he can. But we're not going to have any mainstream media support. This is why I tell you to get on Frank's speech. We'll be on back. By the way, we'll be on Frank's speech by the end of the week. But we, we have, at, at some point, we have to be the ambassadors. We have to be the people that are out there telling people about truth. Heck, you know what you can do? You can go to Matt Matt's uh, website, which is Deperno Law. I think it was it Deperno Law. Yeah, it's Deperno Law. Deperno Law, D E P E R N O L A W dot com. You can go there and then just grab his URL and say, "Hey, if you want any information on the election fraud, go to the site." He's the one that's fighting the fight there. Well, you see that they had a hearing today, right? And yeah. the hearing's going to decide whether or not the whole thing gets shut down or whether he's allowed to keep going. Uh, I was watching a bit of it, and it got taken down off of YouTube, of course. Of course. Uh, he was making good points, but, I mean, one of these th these things can really go anyway. Um, but he, he had a hearing today, and we'll find out relatively soon whether or not uh, he's allowed to continue uh, probing this, whether he's allowed to continue auditing. Obviously, the, the township, the county, the state want him to stop. And he's saying, yeah, with 20%. Uh, what do you say? Twenty percent of the ballots were going to uh, 
we're going to P.O. boxes, which is like apparently illegal. You're not allowed to do that because no. you don't live in a P.O. box. No. Um, over a thousand phantom ballots that shouldn't phantom exist. Phantom ballots. Yeah. Why are we not taking the streets? Why are we not taking? Look, I got to tell you, you got BLM out there that's trying to keep us. They want to talk about BLM, uh, armed BLMers and having protests. You know why they're doing it? Big con, little cons. Let's keep everybody distracted. Let's not concentrate on truth. Let's keep everyone distracted. Everyone distracted by stories that don't matter. Let's talk about ghost guns and how dangerous they are. Let's do that. Let's talk about how we can give more entitlements and how we can forgive people's student loan debt. Let's do all that. Let's not concentrate on truth. Let's not concentrate on the subversion of the American voice. Nope, we're not going to do that. See, we have to get to the point where we're willing to recognize that it's not over. We are winning, but we do have to stand up. It can't just be, hey, we're going to watch you, Joe. Oh, look. Oh, man, Joe, you're winning. Oh, good job. Mm, fist pump. Love that. You got to stand up. You got to. People. Oh, and here's another thing. We, we had a meeting this weekend with Michigan. We're starting FEC United. We're starting a chapter in Michigan. Had a meeting with a bunch of people there. A lot of great things are going to happen in Michigan. So we will actually launch that charter in Michigan in the next couple. I'm going to be there in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be meeting. So if you're in Michigan, I think it's in uh, Gross Point or outside of Gross Point. They're looking for a place that will hold, you know, a thousand people. And we're going to do a launch for FEC United in Michigan. And what I keep telling people is, listen, the fight is, is just beginning. We're just heating up. We got truth out there. We recognize who the enemy is now. We recognize the fact that we have traitors and terrorists in our nation. They're called BLM. They're called Antifa. They're called Democrats. That's what they are. They're effluvium. They're crud. They're liars. They're everything they say they're fighting against. This this deal with Dominion, it's really simple. It's really simple. I'm going to tell you how simple it is. We must eradicate these election systems in our environment, in our states. Eradicate them. Go back to paper ballots. That's what we have to do. And when we talk about Eric Coomer, man, the, the amount of information I'm getting right now of what he did in other countries, what he represented himself with in different states here, it's unbelievable. We're going to give him an opportunity to drop the lawsuit. We're also going to file our counterclaim against him. We're going to bring Dominion into it. Why? Because they're liars. They're liars. And it smells. I got to tell you, the whole Coomer deal smells like CIA, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it smells that way. Like, how does he get away with it? How do you get out there and hold the adjudication process, hold the patent for it? How do how do they how are they able to a Dominion assign interest to a Chinese company? How are they able to do that and get away with it? How do we have Dominion running an election in one of our swing states or any state? And by the way, what other states did they do that in? These are all questions yeah. that we can't get answered. We, we, don't, we don't have and, the answers to if you to even ask them, if you even ask them, you are a terrorist, domestic extremist, white supremacist, right? Yeah. Just asking those basic questions like why, why in the one county in Michigan where everything was so blatantly obvious that votes were switched? I mean, they say it was human error, whatever. Why is it that that also happens to be a county where they find so many ballots were going yeah. to P.O. boxes where there are phantom ballots, 
where they actually got in and they can act, they can actually manipulate the code. They recreated yeah. it. We showed it on the show. Manipulate the code to change vote totals. These, I mean, these... you, you can't ignore it anymore. Yeah, Gross Point, Gross Point, Michigan is where where we're ha- where we're holding it. But we we are we are seeing a groundswell happen. And when I was on that call on Saturday, we were talking about election integrity. And I go, guys, it's really easy. You get rid of Dominion. Like, how do we do it? They work for the people. And one of their biggest fears, they said that there's this group in Michigan that literally terrorizes people and doxes people. And I go, do it back to them. Do exactly what they want to do to you and terrorize you. You do it back to them. You go after them. And I'm sorry, if you don't like me saying that, I can't help you. You can't allow them to terrorize your neighborhood, terrorize your families, make you live in fear, bully you, intimidate you, and just sit back in the closet and just hope it goes away like it's the boogeyman. It's not the boogeyman. It's terrorists. These are Marxist, communist terrorists. And you have to call them what they are. You're terrorists. The left are liars. You're pedophiles and rapists and closet racists. And look, I know when I say that, it's hard for some people to understand. That, hey, look, I have some Democrats that are good friends, that they're, they're good people. That's why Brandon struck it, as we said, a walkaway movement from the Democrats. Walk away from it. If we don't get the election system right in 2022, it's not going to matter. What happened here is the same thing that happened that they perfected down in Venezuela and that they've been perfecting, I believe, in Colorado before this. This is the this is ground zero. Oh, Yep, there's Mongolia. If you want to talk about other countries, you can talk about other countries down in Colombia. You can talk about Smartmatic. You can talk about ESNS. We have got to do the things that are necessary in order to stand up to this tyranny, and that's what it is. Yeah. Joe Biden is not a legitimate president. He's not. He, he was certainly, not elected you certainly by the can't, people. You, can't, you certainly can't say that someone's a legitimate president when they are so adamantly trying to stop an audit into whether or not they are a legitimate president. I mean, whether or not the Arizona audit pans out, Joe Biden should want the Arizona audit to be completed. If you truly in your heart of hearts believe that you won, why are you fighting so damn hard to stop the audit? It's not to protect the civil rights of minority voters who you don't it's want not. them to canvass. They, That's not true. It's the dog whistle of dog whistles. And people are waking up to it on TikTok. I, I, I actually watched videos for like 40 minutes. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Because minorities are waking up going, what are you talking about? I'm not oppressed. I'm not oppressed. They want to rewrite history, tear down statues, terrorize neighborhoods, paint stuff, burn down buildings. Does, what does that sound like to you? And they don't want to call it what it is. They're terrorists. Dominion is trying to bully people and say, I'm going to sue them for a billion dollars, $2 billion. And these leftist clowns are telling their people, don't go on air, don't say anything about Dominion. Not because they're afraid of the lawsuit, because you can't be afraid of the lawsuit. Yeah. You cannot represent half of the election, mm-hmm. half of the votes in this country and feel like you cannot be questioned. That is anti-American. You can't do it. You don't get to sue people because you don't like the fact that you got caught on a call. You don't get to do that. You don't get to maneuver and and shop for a venue, which is what you did. You don't get to tear at the fiber of this country 
and push us towards a communist environment without a fight. You don't get to do that. Yet, that's what we're allowing them to do. The stuff that Matt is bringing out is massive. It's not a small problem. It's a massive problem. But up to January 6th, we were fighting, 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 fighting. We knew what happened. And they did what? We decided to say nobody, use it as an excuse. Well, nobody's fighting. Yes, we are. There are thousands of people that are at the front lines that are fighting every single day. I don't get to go one day. I don't get to go one day without having a conversation about what is happening with Dominion. And people send me information all day long. Ex-girlfriends of people that work for Dominion, ex-boyfriends of people, people that work for Dominion that are afraid, Antifa people that are like, hey, I'll infiltrate this one over here. I have people all over the country that want to infiltrate Antifa all over the country. We're going to get there, and we already know that the FBI is anemic. We already know that they're compromised. We already know that they're the wokeness of the CIA and the FBI and the intelligence community. We already know it. And you know what's scary about saying that is I know they're listening to me, and they're saying to themselves, we got to shut this guy up. Let's sue him. Let's start there. Maybe that'll shut him up. No, it's not going to shut me up. It's not going to shut Matt DiPerno up. It's not going to shut you up. But you got to at some point stand up. You got to do something. You got to decide, yes, it, this, is a, this is a hill worth dying on. I can't even get him to show up, Max. I can't get him to show up when somebody tries to terrorize my family. You think they care about yeah. you? You think that the FBI cares about you? You think the government there is to protect you? They get on, Pino gets on TV and is like, come on, you have to save lives. They don't care about you. When's the last time that you actually had something bad happen to you and somebody from law enforcement came out to you? And look, I'm not taking anything away with law enforcement, but then you pick up the phone, you call them like, hey, what's going on with that deal? You know, I got assaulted. What happened? Oh, yeah, we're too busy. No, we're too busy. If we're being completely honest, they're, the police off, the police department's job in those situations are to, to draw the chalk outline about around your body. That's I it. I mean, like the, the, the idea of, of police preventing crime it's yeah sure it happens sometimes right but most of the time police are there to respond after crime has already been committed now sometimes they catch someone committing one crime and it's and he was going to commit another crime but policing tends to be more reactionary than than jumping in and preventing i mean obviously counterterrorism they have they have units that do that but uh yeah no i mean <laughs> No, no police officer is going to stop working other cases to find out who sent you graphite. They're just not going to do it. They, they don't think it's a big enough deal. Now, now if, if someone sees that it got a rise out of you and decide to graduate up to other, other substances because they didn't make an example of whoever did it first, that's going to fall on them. But at that point, the blame game is irrelevant. But, but that's my like, issue. My issue is, is that we sit here over and over and over and over again, and we just don't we don't do anything about it. We don't do anything about it. And you, you rely on me to do something for you. I, I'm sorry. I can only protect you up to a certain point if you're not willing to get in the fight. And, and I do believe that people are waking up and you can actually build groups, build groups of 10, 20, Stand Up Michigan. It's an organization called Stand Up Michigan. I was on the phone with a guy, Jeff, that actually runs that. Super, super nice guy. And I was like, look, whatever we have to do in order to create a, a relationship with you, and they go, well, we have a problem in our schools and we have a problem in our communities. And, you know, we have people that don't have kids, so they're not waking up and they're not willing to stand up because it doesn't affect them. And I go, it will. 
When they're done coming for one group, they're going to come for another. You just have to go door to door. Go door to door. Well, I don't want to go door to door. Well, I can't help you if you don't want to go door to door. That means you're not committed. That means it's not important enough to you. They haven't taken enough from you. It's coming, though. I mean, they want to raise taxes. You think they only want to raise taxes on a couple people? (laughs) You think that's really what's going to happen? And by the way, do you think the people that are the most wealthy are ever going to pay a dollar more in tax? No, there's, there's all ways to get around it. Guys, why we said you should run for office and why there's a blueprint for how to run for office and why I said that I don't care what you do, run for office, flood it, have 50 people show up to run for office. Well, you don't why want not? that because then, then, you'll, then you'll have too many people running and the person you want to lose will win. You don't want to split the vote too much. You want to get behind one or two people. Because, I mean, that, that, that's how bad people tend to stay in city council government positions. 20 people run, and they end up being reelected with 8% of the vote. And I, like, I, well, how did that happen? Well, but, but the problem is we don't have anybody running. We're, we have these rhinos, Republicans, and the leftist terrorists actually picking the people that represent us. And we wonder what's happening. We go, that's a stupid law. That's a stupid law. That's a stupid law. You put stupid people in positions of authority. What do you think is going to happen? They're going to have smart laws? You think the laws are going to get any better? You think the oppression is going to come off of you? You think they're going to protect a democracy? Nope, they're going to build a democracy. That is mob rule. That is the government rules. Government rules. People, we, we have got to get to the point where we recognize what they are. We recognize what they have become. They have become the oppressors. They are trying to flip this script, take it back to where it was when you had a king. Off with their heads. Yeah. One voice. And if you disagree with my voice, I'm in power. You don't get to agree disagree with my voice. You have tens of thousands of medical professionals that are coming out and saying up front, hey, you, there are certain parts of what they're saying that's not true. I'm not going to tell you which part of it is true or not true. You got to figure that out because I'm not allowed to. Because censorship is a real thing. And they can come out and say, hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna let you talk, Joe. We're not gonna let you talk. We're not gonna let you tell the truth. We have fact checkers, and now people are afraid to post things because they're afraid they're going to get kicked off for three days for using the word trash while somebody threatens huh, threatens to bash my head in and terrorize my family. You know what happened to them? Nothing. But you don't feel like you have a voice. I'm telling you, you have a voice. You have the ability to go knock on the door next door. Hey, listen, this is what's happening. Will you stand with me? Will you stand up to this tyranny? Imagine if, if you had a thousand people in your neighborhood. Go do it. We'll have 20,000 people that'll hear this message over the next 24 hours. Do me a favor. Just go next door. All 20,000 of you knock on the door and say, hey, do you have 10 people? Do you have 10 people that we can actually get together? Look, back in the day when you had Paul Revere and he was running, the, the British are coming, the British are coming. When that all happened, they didn't have social media. They didn't have computers. Yet we still conquered a very sophisticated bunch at the time in the British. You can stop them from using Dominion voting systems. If you just become, if you become the seed that you plant, that you water that seed that grows, if you become the seed, you become the one, you become the catalyst in your environment, and we have 20,000 catalysts, by the time this conversation is over, by the time you're done listening to this podcast, you'll have a million people. 
If we can get these organizations to stand up and call it what it is. If we can get the GOP to get torn down and rebuilt. They're all trash. The head of the GOP in Colorado turned down an invite to go speak at FEC United because said that I don't stand up with the rhinos, I guess. And did it in an open forum to other people. So what she doesn't understand is that there are thousands of people out there that are like, see, she's exactly what they, she said she wasn't. She said she wasn't a rhino. She said she wasn't a person that could, that, that could bring people together in the GOP. Nope. She doesn't know how to stand up and, and bring the GOP together. No. And that's all across the entire country. Dominion must go away. It must go away. ESNS, Smartmatic, those companies that are owned by private equity firms must fall. They must be removed from our community. You want a free and fair election? You want the freest and fairest election that's ever happened in the history of this country? It will happen the day that we throw those machines into the street and we burn them. That's when it will happen. Short of that happening, we are compromised. And what we're dealing with is a compromise of our Constitution, of our Bill of Rights, of our judicial system, of our government systems, of our intelligence community. They don't care about people. These are sociopathic people. They, they will not, not one ounce of guilt where, where we have guilt. And we're like, oh, I don't want to be called a terrorist. I don't want to be called a bad person. I don't, Joe, I don't, can't we just do it a different way? Can't we just wait? No. At some point, we are going to have to get to the point, we are going to have to get to the point where we recognize that this is the hill. We're on it right now. We are yeah. on the hill. That is very true. Yeah. Well, but as we wrap this up, did you see the latest poll out from the Associated Press? Did no, you see it? I did not. Oh, you didn't see it? Okay, I put up my screen, Mr. Producer. New AP poll out this morning. Biden's overall approval rating sits at 63%. 71% of Americans approve uh, of his handling of the pandemic, including 47% see, this is a lie. Of Republicans, this is a, a lie. lie. Can I tell you how it's a lie? It's a lie. It's a lie. So the sample, the sample includes forty-six percent Democrats and only seventeen percent independents. <laughs> this is a lie. They, this is what we're up against. We are up against liars. They are literally using propaganda yeah. in order to try and how take our lied. country from us. They Let are lying. How they they lied. lied in two thousand sixteen about. Let me explain how they lied. Uh, so they oversampled black Americans, African Americans, black Americans represent 12% of the American population. This poll, they gave them 25%. Asian Americans represent 6% of the United States. In this poll, Asians were represented at 20%. So Asians and African Americans in this poll represented 45% of all people who were included in their final respondents. That is not representative of the country. That's not. Of course, Joe Biden is going to have a super high approval rating when 45 percent of the people, a, including not, the poll, it are matter. Asians or African Americans. They they could poll and, and 46 and then just chop it up using a REMA analysis to to chop up the pieces and then take the piece the most favorable to him. I bet you his approval rating is 20 percent. It's 20 percent. So they did or 15 percent. God, th yeah. this is this is the scary part, guys. You're not recognizing what's happening. 
You're not recognizing it. Or maybe you are recognizing, you're just not willing to stand up to it. Either way, we're finished if you don't stand up. We should be having meetings all over this country five days a week. You should get home. And the reason why you're not, I get it. I get it. You're working 60 hours a week to put food on the table. Your wife or your husband working 60 hours a week to put food on the table to get them to school. You're tired because a vast majority of your wages goes to taxes. You just don't have anything left. But then you're going to have to find what's left. You're going to have to find a certain portion of energy that you can, you can devote towards this. Because if you don't, there's nothing left. It's, it's happening right now. A majority of the stock market is down 20% or more. A majority of the stock market. They could just prop up blue, blue chip stocks. But a majority of the market is down dramatically. You just have so to. So we are up against we're up against that hard break, the end of our second hour. So that's gonna be for this edition of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio version. We have more sponsors coming on. Obviously, we have Aramaic Care Network. We have how to run for office as a Christian conservative. Um, we have a couple other sponsors that are coming on. One is a holster company. Another one I'm just communicating back and forth. They're probably going to run in June. It is a less than lethal home defense option. So once we get that signed, sealed, delivered, um, they're going to send me a less than lethal home defense weapon. I'm going to put it through its paces and uh, and see and, and see what it's like. So very interesting stuff coming up on the horizon. But the only way we can do that is if you sign up for the audio version of the podcast. So even if you watch... The video version, they don't count the video the video views in terms of downloads, in terms of how many downloads we have to give to our sponsors and our advertisers. So please, please, please do subscribe to the audio version. Please do download the audio version of the podcast, even if you watch live. And you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or Podbean, the Podbean app. So make sure you do that. It really will help us out a lot. We go live Monday through Saturday. We didn't go live this weekend. I had contractors over and it was Mother's Day. But we, I will do a makeup. We will go live this coming weekend. Uh, do more of a political theory, political history kind of podcast. So we go live Monday through Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, DLive, Twitch, and conservative-daily.com. So if you haven't already bookmarked all of those links, those links are in the description as well. Make sure you check out our sponsors. Make sure you check out all the links. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. And remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.